Coming up, the quarterly Central Florida theme park injury reports have been released. Animal Kingdom Lodge will begin a cash-free payment test, and nurses will be tested out at Disney's All-Star Resorts. Lots of tests on today's show. Plus, we'll chat a little bit about our feelings on Festival of the Arts in 2018 and more live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 973 for the week of January 23rd, 2018. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, or any Disney vacation, <laughs> minus uh, parks that are not domestic. Visit them on the web. Oh, that's never happened to me before. Visit them on the web at www.dreamslimitedtravel.com. That was where it's running out of time. Yeah, <laughs> it clearly was. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of The Disunplugged. I am your host today, Craig Williams, filling in for Pete Werner, of course. Uh, Pete just got back from Disneyland, I believe, on Sunday night. I have no idea his schedules. Uh, but I, I think Sunday night, and he is currently jet-lagged and passed out during this show. So let's hope he never watches it to find out how I screwed up within 20 seconds of starting. Uh, and I am joined alongside by other people, including Steve Porter. Hello. Charles Boda. Hello. Kathy Worling. Hi, everybody. Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be here. And back on the controls, of course, the only other person who can do it, Rhino Clappin. <laughs> yes. yes, Hello. One day, maybe we'll surprise people. With but who? Probably not. Kathy, we'll be back here. Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, back in the day when that was the peanut gallery, she had to sit back there before. Yes, I did. So oh. that's really dating it. Uh, of course, as you've seen, too, uh, other main staples of the show, John and Kevin, are not here today. That's because they're at home dealing with the Adventures by Disney release that is happening today. And I guess that goes along uh, swimmingly into what Kevin asked me to plug today, and that is the July 29th through August 3rd Backstage Magic Diz exclusive trip with members of the team. We don't know which members yet, but... In quotes, for sure. Yeah, there, will be, there will be members of the team for sure. So pricing and sign-up is available on dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And you can also email Kevin directly at Kevin at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Not the at Kevin, just Kevin at. <laughs> just don't want it to be confusing. It starts with K. <laughs> I'll spell it out. So, <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's the housekeeping that I have. Um, I, I apologize <laughs> if you hear sniffling, coughing throughout the show. That's Kathy. <laughs> but it's actually also me, too. Uh, Corey and I just got off a three-night cruise on the Disney Dream yesterday afternoon that we just were run ragged on three yeah. days straight and then got home yesterday and then I realized like I didn't stop working until like eight o'clock at night. I was like, okay, well, I am very tired. I now, agree. So uh, I think I'm coming down with a little bit of a bug, but... Don't worry, I'm going to push through. Today. I was going to wear my sunglasses today at the show, but I thought it would have been rude. Sure. <laughs> Could be. So now that's all I have for housekeeping. Does anyone else have any updates to their life that they want to give? Maybe. No? Nope. No, really? No, I'm just, I'm going to give a little shout out to my friend Holly, who's living overseas. Her, her dog Chewy is under the weather, so I hope Chewy's feeling better. You know Holly. Craig, oh, of you've course. met her. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. So I hope that Chewy's doing better by this juncture. I don't know what time of the day it is there, but she's a big fan. Does she live in Shanghai, I believe? Shanghai, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to say the wrong one. Okay, so Yeah. There's that, yeah. Now we hope, obviously. Hope. I, it makes me every time she sends a tweet about the sick dog, I start crying. So Yeah. It's fine. I've just been a mess. Yeah, Holly's an amazing artist, so Yeah. But I'm not gonna like give her Twitter name away because she doesn't want strangers following her on there but if you ever happen upon her art it's awesome take a look at it we'll add a link in her name and address in the show notes <laughs> maybe i'll just where she sleeps at night i i will steal one of her photos and tweet about it 
and then give her credit for her name, but not give away her name and be very complicated about that. Holla. Holly. I've said her name before on the show, what it was, because she sent me a picture of the two corgis with the Mickey ears on, and I was like, this person. Oh, well, you're Clearly, biased. you don't I respect friends. people's privacy no. as much as I, <laughs> I don't. Do. No. So there's <laughs> always that. But okay, well, if that's all we got here, then I guess we are just going to jump into the news because we have quite the doozy of a news story for you today. I don't know if that's accurate as well, too, but... Well, we'll pretend it is, and we are going to start off with the first news story, and that is that last week, Adventures by Disney introduced a new Zine River. I almost went with the Rhine there, but they've already had that one. But the Zine River in France, they will have a river cruise for that in 2019. So the adventure is actually 10 full days, uh, but with an eight-night cruise added in there, so it is two days Walloping, I don't, that's not a word, galloping, <laughs> exploring uh, Paris, France, uh, you know, going to see all the big sites that are around there, the Notre Dame Cathedral. The Moulin Rouge? I don't know if that's considered a big site oh. in Paris, but I've never been before, so I can't tell you. Maybe it is. Has anyone been to Paris here? Not yet. No, I have nope. not. Wow. We are the right people to talk about this. Yeah, we are the perfect (laughs) people to talk about this right now. We're really selling this trip. Uh, But, yeah, you have, and obviously, the Eiffel Tower, because how could you not go to Paris and go to the Eiffel Tower? So, and then, as I said, two days in Paris, then followed by eight days of cruising down the Zion. You're going to hit places like Normandy. I believe they're taking people to Omaha Beach, Hmm. which that sounds, like, just incredible to me. That's on my bucket list of things to do one day. Uh, Conflance. What's that now? Conflans, that's wow. another one. Uh, yesterday when I was doing the Daily Fix and looking these up, I was like, how to pronounce Conflans <laughs> in Did French. you come with a YouTube video? That's oh, yeah, like I did it. all of them. Like, I watch a 15-second non-skippable ad for them. Like, Conflans. <laughs> we got into the wrong business with these kind again. of videos. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do pronunciation <laughs> once from now on. Just how we pronounce them. How not, we the correct, Craig. not the cr- uh, correct pronunciation. <laughs> jingle bell, jingle <laughs> bam. <laughs> but <laughs> How to pronounce <laughs> Okay, so and then Vernon and other places along, uh, of course, on dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, we have the full list of the day-by-day itinerary for this adventure, if it is something you're in. Of course, uh, these river cruises through ABD, they sail with, uh, I don't know if it's AMA waterways or AMA, that's because I'm I'm ignorant and I don't want to learn, but I'm sure it's one of those two, and the river cruises will set sail from Paris on June 20th, August 6th, October 1st, and October 8th of 2019. The public can begin booking on January 25th, so two days from now, while Disney Vacation Club members can begin booking these voyages today uh, through member services on, uh, I already said today, so I don't need to repeat myself again. So uh, Disney is offering travelers up to $500 off per person on... Oh, Corey, ads are popping up in the middle of me reading this. No way. Yeah, it just happened. Uh, ABD's offering travelers $500 off per person on the 2019 Danube River Cruises, as well as $400 off per person on the 2019 Sign and Rhine River Cruises. So there is all that for you. Do we know if these are kids-friendly? I mean, or kids allowed, not kids. Yeah, kids are, kids are allowed on the river cruises. I think that's part of, you know, river cruises are well-known for being a... Uh, I don't know the polite way of saying this, Je but ne sais pas. it's uh, they're usually appeal more to older travelers, people more mature travelers, people so who no are chicken experienced. nuggets, huh? experienced, um, experienced, <laughs> experienced people at life. Um, uh, but Disney's trying to break the mold on this and make it more family friendly with these. So I I don't know whether or not they're succeeding in that, but. It's definitely it's a cool way to see a lot of places in in Paris and France as a whole. So uh, mm-hmm. it might be up your alley. And even though it wasn't in the news that Pete decided that we were going to talk about today, they the ABD did release one more trip too. That is a new uh, Southern California escape tour, and that is starting this year in 2018. It's basically like a condensed version of the Backstage Magic tour. Uh, where it's four four days, three nights. 
you fly into L.A. and instead of normally going to Hollywood on the backstage magic, with this one you go straight to the Grand Californian in Disneyland's your hub for the entire trip. So you get the tours of the park, you get to see places like Walt's apartment, this, that, and the other. And every now and then they take you off for just little excursions out of the way. Like they're still hitting the Tama Shanter on this trip, which is a place where Walt and his Imagineers used to love to eat. You still get to go to Imagineering and the Disney Studios. You just cut out mostly like going to see, uh, going to see Jim Henson and some of the other stuff in Hollywood that a lot of times people are like, it's great, but I just want to get to Disneyland and I want to do the Disney stuff involved, not the others. So. Uh, that that one's also available out there. I don't have the dates and the prices and all that, but uh, you know, just Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel, you already know that. He'll help you with all your ABD needs. So we are going to move on to the next news story, which I hope will generate a little bit more content uh, mm. talking-wise from everyone else because I clearly am starting to lose my voice as we're going along here. And that is that Disney's all-star resorts are going to begin on-site registered nurse pilots beginning January 22nd. That's yesterday. That is yesterday. I'm sorry. I was on a freaking cruise for three days. (laughs) I don't have track of what day it is. Corey and I couldn't even figure out which way was forward or aft until like the (laughs) final night. Every time we log on the internet, we we would look at our phones and we wouldn't touch anything and we just yeah. see the megabytes go down like what this is a trick this is a trick <laughs> so the nurse pilot program began yesterday testing it it's a 90-day test uh they're going to provide basic first aid services to guests uh staying at these resorts in these resorts only so the nurse will be in the lobby of the all-star music resort but if you haven't been there of course you know that you can basically walk to all these resorts they're very close together all very compact uh they'll provide services like over-the-counter medications remedies i'm guessing that means like voodoo and (laughs) chicken noodle soup and stuff like that as well as bandages and uh if the nurse can't take care of that then they will also be able to provide direction to the correct level of care Jackie just has a way with words when she writes this crap up. Uh, um, so obviously, if guests have minor incidents, they'll be able to enjoy uh, Walt Disney World still without having to go to the hospital. But I, I can't believe it's taken them this long to do something like this. I thought you could already get banned. I know you couldn't get over-the-counter yeah. medicine, but so it's that's really no, the only addition, well, right? Well, I was working there. You used to not be able to – like you used to be able to give somebody like a Band-Aid if they fell down, and then they it became like don't let don't hand anybody aspirin or anything like that or band-aids or whatever well they have to go to first aid and then they have to go through all the steps and sign the the paperwork and essentially sign their life away the blood is just flowing we were i know as a lifeguard we were able to uh, give a little bit of of stuff like bandages Mm -hmm. and stuff half the time they were all wet anyway so it's like (laughs) you need to go to first aid all mine are wet uh but we weren't able to do anything more than that but just to kind of heal stuff on the I feel like this spot. is the equivalent of, like, the high school nurse. Yeah. You know, yeah. middle school. You know, like, oh, I'm not feeling well. Well, we'll go down, and she's going to basically tell everyone, well, have you eaten lunch yet? <laughs> you have some crackers. Lay down for a few <laughs> we, we, Our trainer in high school, like, his answer for everything was put some ice on it. <laughs> it's like, oh, put some ice on it. I think I sprained my – put some ice on it. I think I broke my – put some ice on it. I have the flu. Put some, yeah, ice, put some ice on it. <laughs> well, one of the uh, – for me, one of the best parts about this is when you're on vacation and you feel like you might be coming down with something, but you're not sure if it's a big enough deal to go to the doctor. So you, you like you want to play it safe, but you don't want to take away from your vacation time. Having somebody to talk to real quick to just say, like, you're not dying. Go back to the attractions is, you know, <clears throat> at least you get some useful information out of it. You know. Well, I mean, so the thing that a lot of insurances come with now that most people don't know about it is there is Doctors on Demand, which essentially is... Like Netflix? No. There's different profiles. You know, you can either download an app or go to a website, and, you know, you have your insurance connected to it, and you basically can set up an appointment through Skype Mm -hmm. where the doctor will call you, and you can tell them all your symptoms. Obviously, they can't... Hmm. They can't get very intrusive with touching you, but, you know, obviously with a lot of the basic stuff, I have a temperature. Mm -hmm. You can take that yourself. 
you can look in the mirror to see if your glands are swollen yeah. and stuff like basic things like that. And you can talk to them and they give you, hmm. they give you advice mm-hmm. and like, Kylie's, I know, she does that. It's completely free. My dad has one, too. It's free. That's cool. Until you go to the doctor, then you start getting charged. But this is just, like, an extra service. So always, like, if you're ever on vacation, that's a good thing to know if you have that. Mm. Because you can always you can always take advantage of that. The, the thing about this is the hours that I... It's I guess it, on our site it must be wrong. I'm looking at like three sites just to try to figure it out. On our site we reported that it was from seven to eleven a.m., which that seemed way too short for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you've ever been to a center care, especially the center care that's right off property, um, right outside of Crossroads, you know that usually from eight o'clock to midnight there when it closes, it's essentially just all people who got hurt or sick at Disney. And you can wait hours and hours and hours up there. So that's what I figured might be part of the reason behind this. If they are there from 7 to 11 p.m., that's covering most of the day. And that's going to keep a lot of people from having to get transportation from the hotels off property to the center care, wait in terrible long lines at center care to then be told like, oh, yeah, you know, here's. Here is aspirin. Here's here's something simple, and you then just can, send them right back. With that, you can make an appointment online True. that yeah. supersedes the the walk in. But Disney also has a doctors on call, or at least they used to. It wasn't cheap, but if you I were bet. sick in yeah. your hotel room, you could have them come to your hotel room. And, they, and they bill your hotel room? No, you oh. still have to. Like with a credit card. Or... Yeah. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah. Paying Bitcoin. Uh, it would be great <laughs> if like the nurse was dressed as Doc McStuffins. I think that'd be, <laughs> I, 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 I'd go there just, just for it. Yeah. I, <laughs> in my personal opinion with this, uh, we know that, that Pete is going to be staying at the All-Stars soon. I think we need to like, you know, I'm not saying we should poison Pete, just but we should just like scrape his elbow a little bit, like, just, and right, then he needs a bandage. Just push him right. down. Well, like I, you know, I'm a little, I'm starting to feel under the weather. Maybe I can sneeze into a, a tissue. Someone can just like randomly go up and like put it on the side of his face, and I'd be like, "What are you doing?" And you know, just so that way he gets sick and. Then we can actually fully test this out. Well, but... and then we go because he puts a lit cigarette out in our arm for going up and touching his face <laughs> with a handkerchief. There you go. We'll call it the circle of life. And and that will uh, that's how we'll test this out. But it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be something that stays around. And it might eventually be a mainstay at at every resort that it can. I don't know about that. If, if they're going to – if they're not going to like – like overly charge you like Disney usually does, they're going to need to see they're making money on this, not just being nice. So I don't know how that's going to work. I, I think it's, I, I, you know, we say Disney always wants to make money. They need to make money. They're a company. But I think this is uh, just an added value for guests. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. with things can happen. Probably, and, oh, true. And yeah. I know they're going to make money off of this, but this is a really good thing for guests. It covers, I feel like it might cover their basis for some insurance lawsuits too. For exactly. Some lawsuits, yeah. well, you know? Not to mention when people are at Centricare, they're not spending money in parks. True. I'm yeah. also... I'm curious why they chose to start this test at the All-Stars. Cause I was going to say that. you would think that an extra amenity, they would test it at one of the deluxe resorts. But, wonder- they, but they add, like, uh, the All-Stars, they host a lot of, you know, high school uh, events, like cheerleading uh, conferences and yeah. stuff like that. So you have a lot more, I think, maybe injuries that can maybe, happen at All-Stars. That's true. Yeah, yeah. People get the most injured there. Not, exa- not because it's unsafe. Well, and they're all in said. such a close proximity to each other. They all have a lot of rooms in that one base. It's a good way to get a test in a small way. Like, I could see it rolling out to uh, either Pop or Art of Animation next, since you have those two side-by-side yeah. with a lot of rooms. Maybe eventually, like, Riverside and French Quarter. And maybe, I like, around the monorail loop, I'm sure just one of them would have it because you can pretty much always mm-hmm. easily access the other ones. But I personally think that it's Disney saying there's – even though it will cost them money to do this, this is one of those things. If I knew that there was a nurse that could help out with small problems and I wouldn't have to worry about going off property, right there is just another key selling point on why you should stay on property. Uh, 
I'm also curious. So they say that this is only for guests staying at All Star. But if you're staying at Music or one of the other All Stars and you're so close, are they really going to turn people away if they say, "Hey, I need a band aid or I need this or that"? Are they going to say, "No, you're not staying at All Star. You can't get that." I would be uh, surprised. I, it would seem weird to me why someone would want to go out of their way to go to the All Stars just for a band aid. <laughs> well, I'm just, or medication <laughs> or medication. Yeah, I, I think you could, maybe it's closer pro- than this closest CVS or Walgreens. Uh. I, I think now you're just yeah. asking too tough of questions, <laughs> uh, but I, I appreciate the like the need for hard hitting journalism here. <laughs> just Steve. thinking the same thing. Do you, um, <laughs> do you think that this could turn a certain number of people off to staying there because you've got sick people coming in the lobby and going out, and it's going to be like a bit of a hubbub, especially with long waits and everything like that? It's mm. like the dog scenario all, again, all over again. They're hey, the, already there. The sick people yeah. are there. <laughs> it's if you want to get like. I mean, put them in the arcades. Who goes in there anyways? So <laughs> I don't it's think just it's, no one will ever know. I don't think it's going to be like a zombie flick or something like that where like it's just all of a sudden hordes of people with masks on their face are coming up to – you know what I mean? I think it's just going to be like, okay, yeah. that's where they go now. That's oh, a good like, point, though. Oops, yeah. I fell down. When the zombie apocalypse happens, <laughs> go to Disney because they'll have registered on-site nurses. Well, I'm thinking maybe they're doing it this way so they have like one person – one cast member handling this instead of uh, mm-hmm. you walking up to the front desk and go, I need a Band-Aid. And they go, oh, yeah. we'll see Susie. And then Susie sends you to, you know, maybe well, I, it looks a little better that way. I don't know about y'all, but, I mean, I usually pack at least some basic oh, stuff. Oh, I do, too. Like yeah. band, Band-Aids and stuff like that. Just, you know, even before I was a parent, I did it for myself. You know, you know Motrin, just a couple remedies and bandages, not bandages you know i'm not gonna give myself a cast uh but <laughs> j- just some basic paper machine but, i mean that's cast. that kind of should be in your packing list anyway but if you need more attention um go to doc mcstuffins <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to follow that speaking of sick people the quarterly <laughs> the fourth quarter injury report from 2017 was released for central florida uh you know that they have to list their quarterly incidents and injuries every single quarter. This one's from October to December. Uh, it only is included for stuff that required incidents or illnesses that resulted in a hospital stay of 24 hours or more, as well as deaths. And the uh, total lineup is 13 incidents and injuries in Central Florida, with nine going to Disney, three going to Universal, and one going to Bush Gardens. And I'm going to stay mainly with the the Walt Disney World ones here because that's it's the Walt Disney World show. Why would we cover Bush Gardens on this? Uh, so you're going to notice a a trend when I say all these, and maybe this is something to think about. But in the Magic Kingdom, October 25th, male 76 experienced a headache and a brief loss of consciousness on Pirates of the Caribbean, but it was a previous condition. Uh, there was a male, 55, chest pains after riding the Barnstormer. A male, 66, experienced chest pain on the Haunted Mansion, previous condition. Ghost. Uh, female, 65, tripped and fractured an elbow. It journey into Ooh, imagination. It's one way to get out of the ride. Uh, <laughs> it's dangerous there. Uh, <laughs> Imagine uh, that. <laughs> female 77 fell while boarding Flight of Passage. Female 56 lost consciousness on Flight of Passage from a previous condition. Uh, female 70 chest pains on the safaris, pre existing condition. Female 71 fell ill while riding Rock and Roller Coaster, previous condition. And female 67 felt dizzy after riding Star Tours. So who notices the one connection? Hmm. older people and that's the one that i'm seeing yeah. and i'm not being ageist here i'm just saying every single attraction as you're looking out front has that board that's right below the name of the attraction or sometimes just off to the side that lists a lot of the things that you should really look at before you go on the attractions and and i know people think like well it's got to be an easy ride or, you know, I've ridden a roller coaster before so I can do it again. Actually take the time to really look at these, especially if you are starting. Let's – everyone's starting to get older. You know, I don't I don't want to sound negative in any way. But, you know, I know now being 30 that I can't do things I could do when I'm 20. 
And I know when I hit 40, I'm not going to be able to do things that I can do right now while I'm 30. That's just that's the facts. And it's sad that all these reports come out every single year with people. You know, the, the pre-existing condition ones, they might not know they're pre-existing. Sometimes they do know they're pre-existing. That's just life. But uh, it, it's just it's right there on paper for you to look at. But, but people are so excited. They ignore think it. it doesn't apply to them. Yeah. But why? The maybe they don't know they're pregnant. <laughs> the <laughs> I mean, we've all been there, right? Yeah. I hate when that happens. I've uh <laughs> I wanna say this is the fourth or fifth um quarterly injury report that I've written since I've been working here. And the thing is every single one is pretty much the same. You'll have like we didn't this quarter, but you'll have like two outliers, like, you know, maybe one or two people who are a little younger. Um, but it's generally people of advanced age. And even when you get the bad stuff, like broken bones and stuff, it's always like somebody trying to get into a boat ride or somebody trying to board something. And it's not just up to that person, but also if you're a family member of this person and you're trying to think about their best interests, I understand there's pride involved. But like yeah. some, almost everything becomes dangerous the older and older you get. You know, I mean. Yeah, no. And that's and I think that is you have to take that time to reflect and say. Can I actually do this? Like, it still blows my mind that when Stanley comes to Florida and goes to Islands of Adventure, he still rides who? the Amazing Adventures oh, of Spider Man. Yeah, you said it so quickly. I was like, who the hell? Who is Stanley? <laughs> like, flat Stanley, Stanley. Like, flat Stanley. They take oh. a photo of him. And, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was talking about Flat Stanley. I was like, uh, Craig, he's paper. He doesn't get sick. <laughs> hey, you can't prove that. But yeah, Stan. Lee Lee yeah. still rides the amazing adventures of Spider-Man. That blows my mind. It, his age. So the last time when he was here for MegaCon, he went and rode it, which that's that's how old he's 90 95 95 96 something yeah. like that. So obviously there are cases where people still can, but you know, it's really self-evaluate yourself. Say is this worth the risk even for something as as little as Pirates of the Caribbean. You never know when another boat can just really come flying down behind you, hit you, True. knock your back out. I also I also think this comes down to it being <clears throat> Disney family vacations that they do every five years or something like that. And there's older people in the family that did it five or ten years ago, and then they're on that next Disney vacation. They said, oh, I did this on the last time I was yeah. here, so I can do it again. And they just got to... Be more careful. There's also a part um, where I think in people's heads, especially as you get older, um, there's a lot of like love and nostalgia for these Disney rides. And so there is a thought of like, well, what if this is the last time I get to ride this ride? And so maybe they push themselves <laughs> oh, a little bit. So I'm no, going to die no, on the ride. Not, not, every, not everybody can. I'm not being. No, I'm not just saying. But yeah, not yeah. everybody can make it to Florida or California all the time. Yeah. So when you go to a Disney park, you never know. Okay, well, maybe this is the last time the entire family is going to be together. Let's all take a chance and do it. You know? That's No, that, that's very true. And. And I've seen a couple people say it's like this is just a small collection. Of course, this is the ones that are 24 hours and longer. But as of at Universal working at Forbidden Journey, it was literally probably 20 people a day yeah. that we had to call health services for getting off the ride uh, just because they might need to go lay down for two hours and then they bounce back and they say they're good. They don't ever go to the hospital. But this isn't for more intense rides. This isn't anything that's completely unusual. People do get sick. It's just a lot of it's not always it's not always the case where you see 10 managers out with 15 people from Reedy Creek trying to hide the one person who's sick in the corner. Well, do you remember it's not always like that. Sorry. When uh, Mission Space it was just the intense side like oh, yeah, sure. every yeah. mm -hmm. every one of those reports there was always people of all ages. And now since they've, you know, tamed it down on the other side, that ride seems to have dropped off the Especially the if list. you don't if you don't know what you're getting into, it's yeah. too late at that point. You just have mm -hmm. to ride it out. Yeah. And I mean same thing with like Star Tours. I can do Star Tours, but sometimes it it's a little too much for me. Like I know my limitations. I can go with the craziest roller coasters, but things that are simulated and also like uh like the teacups. I can't Ugh. do I can't do spinning anything, so I yeah. I stay away from those. But good. So the lesson today that you got from old ornery me is self evaluate. You're thirty. You saying you're old? 
Get out of here. I feel old today. <laughs> Every time I wear this hat, my wife says I'm old. So You selling your newspapers on the way in this yeah, morning? It's, <laughs> I always love when I'm walking down the like walking down Magic Kingdom or something, and I see like you always see those people who are like 80, 90 year olds that are still wearing the flat caps and I get to do the the little tip of the cap to them like my grandpa we're both together (laughs) it happens way too often so that is going to do it for the news but we are going to have our discussion with peace today which is technically also news but we're calling it a discussion because that's what we do here and it is that disney's animal kingdom lodge is to test cash free payment options this will begin february 12th of 2018 disney's animal kingdom lodge specifically of the giambo house is going to start up in this pilot uh, where you will be able to do all your forms of payment as long as they are cash-free options so this obviously includes magic bands credit cards debit cards disney gift cards disney rewards redemption cards which are from your disney visa card and then of course they take apple pay samsung pay or google pay i don't understand this yeah you know i i thought that too and i said to katie i said of all the things that disney has to worry about why did they decide to not take cash and she goes is that what it is like like on an airplane right well what they do you have to do now is if you want to what they're you have to go to i think it's the front desk right and she said that you know then that's just one place that has to handle the money instead of every oh interesting. every department having to handle the money so that's saving them something but it's like really the world has come to the place where yes. you can't just whip a dollar bill out of your pocket or a five dollar bill at it's Disney happening and, that way i mean you look at the you look at cryptocurrency news i mean it's it's going that way now and i wonder if disney like say, if say you have like a hundred dollar bill and you want to spend money at the resort you go to guest services you say i want to put 50 bucks on this gift card mm-hmm. disney knows they already have your 50 dollars mm-hmm. right you can't cash that out so you only spend ten dollars on your vacation disney's getting that money mm-hmm. back yeah so i, I don't know if it's like they're locking you into a set amount now. This is just me thinking out loud, yeah, but I don't know saying. if that's how it's working. I have no idea, to be honest. I f- am concerned for families. I know we obviously know a lot about these stories when they come up, but I'm guessing that there's going to be someone that goes on vacation during this time period that always has cash on them that doesn't like to use their card. I'm, I mean, I guess they're going to have some sort of card, but I don't know just seems like if I want to pay with $10 or whatever, right. I should be able to. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's a weird – I get it on an airplane because you you don't want someone to get, I don't know, mugged or whatever. I get you're on an airplane. I guess, you know, yeah. if something's going to happen on an airplane, it's going to be bad. So, But but it, this is such a massive scale of that sort of a thing. I don't it, know. It's I bizarre. guess uh, – I'm sorry. I didn't say when we first started off. All of these forms of payment were already accepted, all the right. digital right, yeah. ones and stuff. This was never a question. It's not like this is breaking news. Disney's finally using credit cards in the year <laughs> 2018. This no is just checks. saying they're testing, saying, okay, is can it work without accepting cash? I'm, I know me personally, I'm in the boat of I do not usually ever carry cash. I agree. All. I don't either. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Unless I'm going to valet service or exactly. you, you know you have to tip somebody in cash mm-hmm. at the cruise line. Yeah, but and even that, even then you get to that point lately where you're like, oh, God, I forgot to go. I, you have to make a specific trip in order to get that stuff, you know? Yeah, I've I've had moments where I'm like, okay, the only option is valet. And I just realized like, well, like always, I don't carry cash. So then I'm that I'm that person that the valet people hate. Because I'm like, but it's a good thing I have my whole bucket of quarters that I keep in my console. <laughs> Some quarters and a stick of gum. Don't spend it all in one place. Uh, now, see, I, I always have cash in my wallet just in case computers go down or whatever. It's, not, you know, maybe yeah. 40 bucks or something like that. But there are times that when you go to the gift shop, all you want is a pack of gum. Do yeah. I really need it? I mean, I use yeah. my debit card more than... Yeah. I use cash, but there are those times. I feel stupid making the dollar five purchase on my debit card. It right. happened the other day, but to. I was like, I don't have seventy five cents. So and I even to- worse when you go to deduct it out of your your register, and you're like one dollar and fifty cents, like on the debit card. Well, but I with Kat, with Kathy saying is I was at Fort Wilderness a couple months ago, and they had their drink set up because I think it was around Halloween, so they had a bunch of like stuff going on down near the water, and the 
register at the food truck and the drink station, they weren't working. But you would have been able to pay if you had had cash. But also my mother is of that generation of paranoia where she's got a debit card, thank God, finally. But it's she is like a no credit – like when they travel – and please no one mug them. Uh, they take out large quantities of money for like the tolls for the – which I do agree that tolls should accept cards and not just cash. But it's stuff like that where they're just – those people who are like, get the envelope of money out for vacation. Yeah, well, I, mean, I know it's a dying breed, but you know that's uh, people still do it all the time. You know, my parents, while they use cards for pretty much everything, they also still carry cash on them too. And you know, like my mom freaks out every time I leave when I'm visiting home. It's like, do you need some cash? Yeah. I know you don't carry it. Do you need some? Do you have your petty cash? Do you need son? Some? It's like I don't need the cash. <laughs> it's like just take it, just just take it, and that still happens, but. And, and I do appreciate it. Thanks for looking out for me, Mom. But it's just I, I I just don't see the benefit for myself carrying it anymore. I have everything is so put into plastic now that my wallet is going like George Costanza levels of <laughs> exploding to the brim because I have so much plastic to then throw in cash on it too. I know, yeah. I, I can't do it. The only time I have really ever had a lot of cash on me. And not even a lot, like I'm talking probably 50 or less, was when I was in Europe, just just for places that over there that don't accept credit cards, which I found was more often than not, oh, like, lot, like yeah. little small restaurants and, and side places. They would only take they would only take current uh, paper currency. So besides that, though, I, I just don't do it. So I, I think this test is going to fail. I think too many people who travel internationally just like mm-hmm. I kind of mentioned, do the exact same thing. They, you know, they get it because if you don't have a card that has no uh, no transaction fees for international, yeah, then that starts adding up mm-hmm. very very quickly. And it also puts you out of your way. If you're at the gift shop and you want to buy something, all you have is cash, and they say we don't take it. You need to go to guest services and get this or do this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's kind of like when you get to your room and your key your your room key card doesn't work. Yeah. Go all the way back. To yeah. guest services. Oh, yeah, just come all the way back with a new one. We'll see. Well, and to your point, I think some people are just going to say, like, forget it. Like, I'm not going to go through all these steps. I'm just going to not – I'll wait till I get my gifts at the Magic Kingdom or whatever. It's mm-hmm. not – It's. it seems out of character for Disney to be like, we will stop accepting this one form of payment because they like money. <clears throat> like, you'd think they'd take everything. they take sock full of pennies or something like that. I don't they know. do. The, I mean, one of – anyone who's ever worked in anything, retail, restaurants, the issue is once you start getting with cash – is that you have to be accountable for yeah, that cash. True. Right. true. When you're doing running credit card slips, that's a lot easier to deal with. You know, every every now and then you might think mm-hmm. you put one in the register, forgot to, and you lose that, that track of that, and that's bad. But it's, you know, I my sister worked at a grocery store for the longest time. At the end of the day, they had to go through their register and make sure it all lined up evenly with the cash that they started yeah. with and sales and all that. And so it's just, I did that when I worked in a restaurant, it's stressful wondering at the end of the day, did I really screw something up because mm-hmm. of, of money? Granted, it all comes down to basic math and, but I don't have kids, so I don't know if kids are being taught right. So <laughs> new crack shirt. I have so much plastic, <laughs> plastic for days, plastic like for lose days. my color. So, on a, gr- on a green shirt. I think that's all. <laughs> I think that's all we can uh, say on this topic for now. So I'm going to go ahead and close up this discussion, and we are going to move over into round table. Round table. <laughs> Could be round worse. Fire. One in Rome. Let's start with Steve. Okay, so over at uh, Sunshine Seasons in the Land Pavilion in Epcot. They're going to continue with the rose gold craze, and now instead of rose gold ears or spirit jerseys, there's now a rose gold cupcake, believe it or not. Um, Yes, Uh, this will be available to the end of the Festival of the Arts, Um, and so far we don't know the pricing in our article, but... uh, Twice as much. I don't know. It looks like a lot of sugar and... If people aren't to taking Instagram pictures with this cupcake and their ears and their spirit jerseys, I'm sure they'll get a lot of likes, but that's all there is. I want to say it was five ninety five or six ninety five. I went and looked at it when I was at the first day of Festival of the Arts, but 
I don't. Sometimes with these things, this is where I'm really bad at my job. So that I'll see something, I'm like, this is cool. This is going to be big. And then I'll just turn and walk away. <laughs> it's like, it's really awful. It's like, you know, it's not like I could inform 40 something thousand people on Twitter or two. 300,000 on Facebook. It's just, just it's pretty that, cool. That guy in a rocking chair talking about the weather. <laughs> Warm today. In 1971. <laughs> that was a good year. Good year. Thank you, Steve. Charles. Uh, okay, so this week, leading up to the NFL Pro Bowl, which is taking place on um, Sunday, uh, the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex has the Pro Bowl week, and they've got events going all week long um, to lead up to that. So uh, that's going to have a bunch of stuff. Uh, they're all taking place at the Wide World of Sports Complex. Um, so they've got team practices, which will start on Wednesday at 10.30 a.m., and then Thursday through Saturday it's going to start at 11.30 a.m., and those are free and open to the public. Um, they've got the Pro Bowl Skills Showdown, uh, which is actually pretty awesome, and that's my favorite part of the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. But um, tickets for that are already sold out because they were limited availability. So you can watch it, but um, watch it on TV, but uh, that's sold out. Uh, the NFL Pro Bowl Experience is like their fan zone area thing for families. Um, and so they've got uh, new football-related activities, immersive exhibits, and sponsor activations. And that is free and open to the public. Um, NFL Flag Football Championships take place Friday and Saturday. Um, that's a youth football NFL-sponsored thing. Uh, they're offering the NFL Fan Mobile Pass, which allows exclusive access to NFL-themed games and activities, youth <laughs> football clinics, and more. Um, and registration for that does enter you in a chance to win 2018 Pro Bowl lottery tickets. Um, and then they've also got a Pro Bowl fun run, which has got a bunch of different dif distances for people of different abilities. Um, and lastly, they're having a Pro Bowl pep rally, which is going to be over at Disney Springs, not the Wide World Sports Complex. Uh, and that's going to have mascots, cheerleaders, entertainment, and games. And that starts at 4 p.m. on Saturday. So plenty of stuff for the Pro Bowl. Yeah, no, this is the second year of the Pro Bowl being in Orlando. I participated. Last year they had the inaugural – did I say inaugural? <laughs> inaugural. Yeah, yeah, the inaugural uh, Pro Bowl 5K. I think they dropped that from the race list this year, and it's only like a one-mile one. But that one was awesome. Uh, it was done really well. It was through Epcot which they aren't this year. They're all at Wide World of Sports, like you said. But you got the uh, one of the prettiest medals that I've ever gotten, and they even had like one of the retired players running with us too. So that way it was kind of really intimate, really cool, uh, different than any other Disney race before. But, yeah, it was it was a whole fun time last year with it. So uh, well, runners keep it up. Runners for this one will get a finisher medallion, a race bib, and a commemorative item. So I don't know if it's the full metal thing like the 5K, but... It'll probably be like a figment keychain or mm -hmm. something. They have just <laughs> randomly lying around. But thank you, Charles. Kathy. Okay, mine's really quick. Effective immediately, Narcoosies at the Grand Floridian will no longer offer a Sunday waterfront brunch. Mm. So if you wanted to go somewhere for breakfast on Sunday morning, you're out of luck at Narcoosies. Wasn't that like $200 or something yeah, crazy? Yeah, it was expensive. It was, but it was good. The one time I did it. Got a case I mean, of I didn't, brunchies? Pete paid for it as part of the review we did, so I can't say that it was worth the money. It was worth my money because my money didn't get in. I would say it was worth his money paying for <laughs> it. Uh, but then again, I liked, uh, I liked a lot of the stuff that was in there, but... Still got still got lunch brunch at the top or whatever it's called. So, <clears throat> with cool. sophisticated fare and sweeping views of Magic Kingdom Park, sure. that's a new place. <laughs> that was in quotes, right? I know Jackie didn't write that. No, she, okay. well, she did. <laughs> oh golly, Corey! <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. Corey. You're welcome. All right, my, uh, this one isn't new, but it's, uh, it's more of a reminder. You have about three weeks uh, left if you want to take advantage of the 50% off uh, deposit on all cruises, seven nights or longer. The reason I'm bringing this up, because Craig just mentioned we just got off of a cruise, and so now to kind of repay uh, pay back the family, I'm, I'm looking at booking a cruise for us to do 
as a family, but uh, you have the book accrues between now and uh, February 15th and pay only 50% of the normal deposit. When you make the reservation, it's offered only on seven nights or longer to Alaska, Caribbean, Bahamas, Europe, and Mexico, and it's not valid on suites, concierge level, staterooms, or guaranteed categories. So, hey, if you're looking, we got about three weeks left to take advantage of this. Act fast. <laughs> Thanks, Corey. Ryan? Okay, so the Oscar nominations came out this morning, and some Disney and Pixar movies have been nominated. Uh, uh, Coco got uh, some uh, nominations for Best Animated Feature Film, which it also won the Golden Globe for, Um, and it got nominated for Best Original Song, Remember Me. Star Wars, The Last Jedi was nominated for Best Visual Effects, as well as Guardians of the Galaxy, and then the original score... Uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi got a nomination. Uh, Best Animated Short was Disney Pixar's Lou. This was the one about the uh, sweatshirt fella and the bully. And um, then sound mixing and sound editing, uh, Star Wars uh, got one in both of those. And then costume design, production design, Beauty and the Beast got one in each one of those. Um, So the Oscars is going to be Sunday, March 4th, 2018, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel on ABC. Exciting. Yes, I look forward to it. While we were on the cruise, Corey and I needed a good cry, so we just went and watched the last five minutes of Coco. Five just times. all our eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you want to cry again? Popcorn was so soggy it's at the just, end. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it for people, but it's it, that last five, ten minutes just gets you, so... We'll see what they win. I mean, Coco's going to win for sure. I don't know if they'll get anything else this year. For Best Animated, I don't think it'll win for Song, though. Yeah. I think it's going to be that one from Best Showman, but whatever. It might win. I don't know. You never know. Surprises. We'll, we'll see. Surprises yeah. happen. Yeah. That's why La La Land won Best Picture last year. <laughs> so there's that. It did not. <laughs> Thank you, Rhino. So we are going to wrap up this show. As I mentioned last week uh, on the show, we didn't talk about Festival of the Arts because at that time, I think it was just Rhino and myself in the room. Uh, John and Kevin hadn't been there to do it yet. Julie hadn't. Uh, Charles hadn't. And we still don't have a full room of people who have been to Epcot International Festival of the Arts for 2018 yet. But, heck, we're still going to have to talk about it anyways because, well, it's happening right now. And there's a lot of interest surrounding it. And we would just be doing ourselves a disservice if we didn't talk about it. So, uh I don't even know where to start now. Epcot International Festival of the Arts running January 12th through February 19th, 2018. So we're already running out of time. Mm. Less than a month left to experience this event. Different from last year versus this year. Last year, it was only on weekends that this was actually happening. This year, it is every single day of the week. The exception to that is the the, uh, concert, the Broadway concert series that they have each weekend. They have uh, two Disney on Broadway performers that are doing the concert in the American Adventure uh, Gardens Theater. And uh, I I know the first week was Kevin Massey and Jen Gambatisse. And they both played Tarzan and Jane, respectively, on on Broadway. Kevin Massey's wife was originally supposed to to do it last week that first weekend uh her name's carol Lindsay, but unfortunately i believe her father passed away mm-hmm. and so she had to attend the funeral uh, but then she showed up i believe this past weekend to finally join him and and put on the show together uh then january 26th to the 29th and february 2nd to the 5th it's kissy simmons and alton fitzgerald white and i believe both of them uh were on the lion king on broadway and then February 9th to the 12th, as well as the 16th to the 19th, it's, of course, Ashley Brown and Josh Strickland. Josh Strickland originated the role of Tarzan on Broadway. And Ashley Brown, of course, is basically Disney's just go-to girl for when they need anything sung anymore because she was Mary Poppins in the North American production of Mary Poppins. So that's kind of the big thing that happens with this event. But then also... It's basically just throughout the park. There's a ton of stuff happening. There's food kiosks, just like last year, that are spread throughout, serving up food done artistically. 
So a complete different style from the other festivals. There's plenty of Disney art all throughout the World Showcase, as well as as some extra uh, independent artists this year that have come in to to do some work and really start to focus stuff that is more along the lines of what was in Festival of the Masters previously. Uh, and then there's just a bunch of demonstration throughout, whether it's an artist that's there to sell their art, kind of showing themselves doing some sketch or chalk art in future world or uh artists doing that those paintings where there's music playing in the background and they kind of like dance while it's happening <laughs> that's how craig prefers it, it's performance art i guess is what it's called i've never experienced it before but that well until i went to epcot but there is just so much happening so i know <clears throat> steve Corey, and i got we basically had a full day of dealing with it rhino had a little bit of time What's your opinions on the event this year? Uh, I had high hopes coming into it because I loved the festival last year. Um, and I was gearing up for the fact that, all right, they, now they've had a year. They can kind of put something together. And I will say they've made a lot of improvements. Just It's not quite where I hope it should be. I think the one thing that bugs me about it, the Festival of the Arts is the food studios or the kiosks that they have. Um, they, Like Craig said, they prepare their dishes artistically – uh, but they take so long because of that, and I was hoping that they'd figure out some way to fix that because it you can have a line of five people and it still takes like ten minutes to get your food just to get to to pay for your food because you're waiting for everyone else. So I was kind of disappointed with that. I will say I liked the the entertainment. I felt like they had a couple more things this year. Um, and the one thing that I noticed yesterday on Twitter that I liked was they had a paint by the numbers, um, where basically you get a paintbrush and a number, and then there's a huge grid and you paint, you know, whatever your number is with that corresponds with the color. And then you make this they had that large, last year. Too. Yeah. 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 And they made, they had that last year, but it was literally done like the second, first or second weekend it was done and mm. filled up completely this year. They're doing, I think like two or, or like. I think three I or think four. I think a different one a different every one week. Each week. Yeah. Oh, each week, yeah. So that's nice because I feel like people that visited the festival later on last year were like, oh, well, that looks cool, but I didn't get to partake. So that was nice. Yeah, the first week was uh, Figment. Mm-hmm. There was, I believe, six different uh, variations on color, very artistic. And then this weekend, I want to say it was like the monorail. Yeah, it was. was. Yeah, doors closed, yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I love doing that. So that was something that when I went with Kylie, you know, she got a kick out of that. It's it's something so basic is they literally just give you a little sponge and a thing of paint and tell you you have to go do this number. But it is cool once you start to see it finished. Like well, you wanna be- I contributed to this. Yeah, you want to believe yeah. it's going somewhere mm-hmm. special too. I don't know. Yeah, like oh, oh this is going in the vault. <laughs> yeah, probably and, and like, there's a cast connection. <laughs> Somebody has this yeah. in their backyard. <laughs> See, I have to dif- disagree with Steve personally on the food. Uh, while it does take a long time to get your food, it's it's the same concept behind when you see people painting in the parks and they're doing that. Yeah, it takes a little while. And if you want to stand there and watch the full payoff, see it go from start to finish, you're going to be there for quite some time to watch it. But once you see the finished product, you can sit there and appreciate it. The same thing with the food. It, it literally is artwork. The chefs, mm-hmm. the chefs are doing their best to create interesting while still good tasting uh, dishes. That, that like this stuff isn't just. It can't be rushed out, especially in these small food booths. There's not. It's not like they have a kitchen staff of twenty back in there working. So even if I have to wait a long time for something, it's I'm just. I think that's why I appreciate they, the effort. They do it this time of year too, maybe because this is kind of supposed to be like a little bit of the slower time of year, so they can take a few more minutes. But I, I agree with you uh, in in that aspect of the food thing because it, it this is like the stuff I go on Instagram and look mm-hmm. for in the real world to go find like yeah. where's there a place that I can get something that's unique but familiar, you know? And yeah. and they do it. And I, I will say the quality of the food at individual booths. I can't speak to every booth. I mean, but is better than like the food you're getting at food and wine I feel this like. is like for me really? the um the yeah i think the uh i enjoyed the food i thought the the portions were were larger this mm-hmm. year um but 
when when you see like the the menus and they have the photos of what they look like and it never comes out the way it the way they're displaying it i think for these food items they they're pretty close yeah Yeah. unlike food and wine festival where it's like wait that's not what this looks like. It's your favorite uh, game to like hold yeah, the food yeah, up. Like, like, okay, this is not it. But I think they're really trying to keep it on point with these food items. Um, we, we didn't try it all, but we, we got a, a, good, a good sample of a lot. While I agree, and I think that they do a better job of presenting it, I feel like the pictures that you guys had of the food at the media event – I feel like they paid closer attention than what the people, like just the normal guests were getting because I got the same, one of the dishes that I got was the same one that you guys got. And I was like, hey, these two things don't look exactly the same. So I think that was part of it as well. But to counter that, when I was walking around looking at food and and such, I also saw examples of where there was stuff that we were served that looked better when it was served out in the park. Um, And that's just, I mean, obviously... It's not going to be able to be replicated perfectly every single time. Right. Some of the desserts can because it's it, they probably pre-made somewhere out in a way and then brought in on trays. But for a lot of the food items, when you are coming down to plating, you, you, while you try to replicate it every single time, it's <clears throat> it's like a snowflake. One, they're um, all going to look close, but they're not the exact same. I think it's sort of neat that, that they have the food and they fuss a little more because – we're so used to going to all the other things like, you know, food and I get the names mixed up. Food, now. flour. Yeah, whichever one, the other Holidays. ones when they're ser- serving the food, it's sort of like, you know, mass. Hey, here it is. Yeah. This one, at least they take a little time and I'm more inclined to try some different things mm-hmm. at that one than I would at, you know, flower and garden food. Oh, and I don't know. I'm, I just have, feel completely different. I'd rather have them slop it on my tray and get it faster then wait longer. Steve, you It's not all mac and cheese, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> it is. <for> me. <laughs> Listen, it's he appreciates the taste, but this is art. Yeah. You want both. You want the taste and the art in this, but it's this is art first. So, yeah. I'm going to the in uh just talking about the festival itself versus like the food specifics. I actually noticed right away it seems like the festival is much more all encompassing of the park this year whereas like last year it was kind of the first like quarter of each side of the world showcase whereas like this time i felt like i knew the festival was going along as i walked through the entire park you know it felt like they pushed kind of some more artists further toward the back which was nice and spread it out a little bit more this felt more like a festival this year because you know there's food and there's shops there's entertainment and it's like you're walking through like a a true festival at any in any city Mm -hmm. there's there's so much going on now the uh, the one of the complaints that I had last year was about the art. I've always loved Festival of the Masters. I still wish they would bring that back. Um, I think they kicked their art up. There's still a lot of Disney art. I don't. I think they're working their way up with bringing in outside artists that aren't Disney related. Uh, I think they can do more with that. But I don't know the deals with you know contracts and all that stuff, or if these artists are even available to stay the whole time. Yeah. But there's def- there was a lot more art. Uh, mm-hmm. it, areas was there just more tents in general? It felt a lot. Yes, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. There were, yeah, there were, and uh, like one of the most popular things on the first day when we were there was the uh, the ex- I think it was exotic marbling, which essentially is you've probably seen videos of it on Facebook where you drop paints in like this uh, water solution and then mm-hmm. start to make crazy designs, and then in this case they were making like handkerchiefs and. Uh, scarves and stuff like that they they lay the fabric down in and it just makes a complete copy of what was in the water when you pull it back up it's really fun it was like yeah oh yeah yeah so they they were doing this as like a demo no you can buy it you can buy it yeah the the basic package is i just pulled up the photo a basic package is 59 dollars. do you do it yourself no they 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 do oh they do oh they okay yeah, this is, I mean, this, again, going back into all this with art form, this mm-hmm. is actually mm-hmm. an art. That's cool. Like, you have to you have to take a lot of time. It's not like tie-dye where you tie up a t-shirt and just <laughs> yeah. throw some colors on and see what happens. This is like, this is serious stuff. I mean, the, the process that they were going through to make just one thing was painstakingly long. I mean, mm-hmm. about 10 minutes 
from start to finish to go mm. go all through this. But people were loving it because it was it was cool that you could watch your thing being made right there. Another cool thing that I'm actually displaying right now as I'm wearing it. Oh gosh. I'm going to stand up for one second. I was going to pull my shirt up, but no one in the room needs to see my <laughs> naked stomach. But, Again. Oh, I mean, you have my... pants on today, so that's a plus. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like Donald Duck's not wearing pants, I'm also not wearing pants today. Uh, yeah, so the shirt that I just displayed from you is actually not something that is being sold in any Disney gift shop this year. Uh, it is uh, from a company called Enemy, Enemy Inc. Oh. And... The first time I saw them was actually when Rhino and I went and covered Star Wars Celebration in the oh. gift shop. They were doing screen yeah. print shirts on demand. So in this case, there's 11 different designs. Uh, like They have Donald Duck. They have Mickey Mouse. They have an annual pass holder shirt even. They have a Maleficent shirt, mm. which when's the last time you saw yeah. Maleficent on any merchandise? Yeah, we asked them what the most popular design was, and that's I think that was yeah, one that of the was, most popular ones. Yeah, that was popular at the time. And it's so they literally, you choose your design. You choose, if you're a man, you obviously want the unisex shirt. Unless you want the woman's shirt, maybe you do. <laughs> Might be a gift. Or females have a shirt. They have different L- colors. Live your best life, man. <laughs> live, live the life you want to feel comfortable in. And then from there, they have a rotating machine where they put the shirt on, drop down the the screen, put the paint over, and it prints your shirt right there. They put it in this little specialty oven, and it, it kicks out within – you know, if it's not busy, the whole process takes about two yeah, it's, minutes. It's, from it's start true to screen printing. Yeah. yeah. Are they doing that the entire festival, or yes. like yes. their featured guests? But it's kind of hidden. I wish. I wish it was. I, I know. I know. It, they can't do it outside under a tent with weather. Where do you but find it? What's the? It's in the same one where the character spot is. The one that always smells like a septic tank. Oh, the diaper. Right. The hidden it, diaper factory. The Inventions yeah. closest to the land. Yeah, yeah. it's Inventions West, right behind where Coke is. So in that, still in that building, right yeah. behind Diaper Alley, yeah, yeah. Diaper, yeah. Diaper Hallway, and <laughs> so suffer through the smell to go in. And these shirts are are a little bit more expensive. It was thirty dollars, I believe, for the normal sizes, and then like thirty two for specialty. So it's it, expensive, but it's but... cool because like I didn't, I see, I thought that was a Disney made shirt because I've been looking at it during the show. Like I didn't notice it earlier today, but it has like the. You know, those sketch those lines. The sketch, sketch lines, lines. Yeah. 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 That's cool. And a lot of their designs had, like, the sketch lines and stuff. I I will say, just to be honest, that this is a this is a shirt that um, they gave us for free. So but I did they actually, let you design it? Yeah, yes. Enemy oh, Inc. Yes. let us choose which one we wanted, and they said they would, like, sure, go ahead, take it. Hmm. So... I have the I'm, same one, but in gray. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying this because it's like I'm not giving them this whole plug because they gave a free shirt. I no, it's, it's, it's a cool thing think, to do. Yeah, it's it's one of the things I wanted most when we were at Celebration. I yeah, I was I I, I technically I got one, but I forgot to go back to and <laughs> pick it up. Oh, um, but it's like something like that. It's I love that they're doing this, and this is their first time ever doing it, and. The only way they're going to be coming back is if they actually sell more shirts. But they even they did the designs for these. Disney had to do the final approval, but they worked with Disney back and forth. Like I like that. Like they even told us the annual pass shirt. It was literally up to like the day before the festival started that Disney legal finally approved wow. the shirt. It's kind of like a used. cool like boutique merchandise. You know, it's like it's like customizable merchandise. Yeah. I like that idea. While there's know? only eleven designs, it's. Not the same Festival of the Arts logo that's put on 10 different style T-shirts, a hoodie, a backpack, Tervis tumblers, coffee cups. Yep, It's a little bit more unique. Um, I was going to say with the art, too, the difference between this year and last year is last year you could go to Art of Disney and find everything that the artist had. So it was like, why would you want to buy it at the festival? Where this year... I know with the master artists and stuff, they had to come up with unique things that aren't in Art of Disney yet. So there was a reason to go to the festival. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I like uh, the big thing that I'm still I haven't gone out. I'm waiting until he gets into town to do it, but I can't wait to get the uh, Jared Mariyama, uh, the Epcot centerpiece that he did, what? which yeah. is 
Is yeah. it is it hipster Mickey or is it the little No, it's his monkeys? it's his cute style. Okay. It's more like Kawaii style, but figments on it and it has a lot of like the icons from Epcot Center attractions. I love Jared. And it's amazing. He also did an up one for the festival that's also just as good, but there's plenty of awesome Disney art. Like Corey mm-hmm. said, there could be more outside art, but you're going to find something Disney art related at this festival if if that's what you're going in. You're because there is a lot going around. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I personally I love the festival this year. I think they they took a lot of the problems that they had last year and they started to fix them. And there's still more they can do. I think mm-hmm. I would like to see overall more performances throughout uh especially like with music i would rather see maybe like local acts come in from around Mm -hmm. the orlando area and stuff and be able to play little sets or like to like cover they could do like covers of disney songs and stuff like that if you want to like tie a ukrainian violinist perhaps even that it's like it's nothing against sergio with his whistle in italy kicking his soccer balls at guests and stuff and the whatever they're even called back in the British Pavilion, bunch of four Americans singing <laughs> British songs from the sixties, seventies, and eighties. Like, take a break from that during the weekend and bring in yeah. local artists that maybe I don't even know of because I don't go to every small club and restaurant around the area to find out about them. And maybe just open it up even more. I know there's a limit to what Disney can do; they can't just switch up everything. But I feel like. I feel like they they know how to improve it, but they can't they can't do it immediately. It has to be a year by year progression. I also think it would be cool. This would be a little bit expensive, and maybe for that reason Disney wouldn't do it. But it would be cool if they had like maybe three or four of um, international artists that would be doing like paintings and stuff or or whatever their art is in the country that the pavilion is in. Oh, that'd be neat. That'd yeah. be kind of cool. No, that would that would be cool too. So. Um, yeah, so for the people who went there, we have Steve's opinion. You got my opinion. Does Corey's matter? No. Ouch. There you go. <laughs> Came from him himself. <laughs> I personally think, I think it I does. Said, but he, I think I said I enjoyed it. I mean, I think that's, yeah, I think that's it's way better than last well year. Well said. Rhino enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. The, the oh, I'll go back. I'm it. going back on my own accord yeah, several yeah, times before it's over. Kathy's going back. Not going back. Going for the first time on Friday. So... Right. Uh, look for her out and about. I'm telling everyone now. Yeah, so. but you didn't there. want me to put that girl's information out here at the beginning of the show. Now you're telling everyone where exactly Kathy's going to be at what it, time and date. I will be appearing at. <laughs> it's part of her job, public appearances. and uh, That's what we contract her for. Yeah, Charles will go when he goes. I will be hiding in the trunk of Rhino's car when he goes next. So yes, yeah. That's how I get to most places, really. <laughs> Scares me every now and then. Fantastic. So Epcot International Festival of the Arts, if you're coming, you're going to enjoy it. I guarantee it. I give it my stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. And if you're not coming, maybe think about it next year if you can manage to get away. If you don't have kids, I think it's a great time to travel. If you do have kids, pull them out of school and say it's for the sake of art. Art. We have all the photos culture. on the website. We have the menus on the website. We have a video. We have all that information on the website. Exactly. The map, everything. What so website is that? Out. Oh, I don't know. What you gotta w- say? Info. Okay, there could be oh. new people in the show notes. <laughs> look in the show notes. <laughs> I'm not putting a link in the show notes to that. <laughs> that would just make too much sense. So. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much to everyone out there who did watch and listen to this. Thank you for everyone who joined me in the room for this discussion. Uh, Really do appreciate it, but we will be back with you next week for another episode of The Disunplugged. But until then, everyone, remember... I said thanks. Bye. (laughs) 